Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. Hey, one time in the studio, make some noise for the inaugural episode of Crunch Wears No Pants, baby. Hey. Yeah. I am your host, Jordan Alamad, joined by my lovers and fellow co-hosts, Nate Alsdurf and Brandon Beck. Gentlemen, we have a rambunctious group chat about the Timberwolves. We're active members of Wolves Twitter. We want to take that energy to the podcast space. We're part of the Pull Tab Sports family. Make it your homepage, PullTabSports.com. And also big love to our presenting sponsors, Jimmy's Dips and Joe Mama's Salsa. More on them later. Uh, Durf, we will be talking about Jimmy's freaking caramel dip. My Lord. Yes, baby. Oh my this God, is, he's got the product. This is it. This is it. <laughs> save it, for the, save it for the ad read. Save it for the okay, ad read. Okay, okay, okay. So gentlemen, before we get into our show layout, which for our listeners, we have some recurring segments. We have What's the Vibe? So we're a bi-weekly show. Every other week, bi-weekly. Not twice a week, bi-weekly. Every other week, bi-weekly. Which is enough time to get the vibe of a current era of Wolves basketball. So we'll break down the vibe, how we're feeling about it. Uh, we will also do some over-unders, preseason predictions today, led by Brandon, the analyst, Beck. And then we'll end with some games, which is what fictional basketball player will we add to the Wolves if we had our whims, if they were real. And then, Brandon, you will lead us in who's that wolf, our recurring game. You're just the game guy. They call me the game guy. They call me the GG. Mm-hmm. So before we get into how's the vibe, I think we should do some icebreakers to get to, you know, we know we know each other pretty well. I mean, we were college roommates, but just to get on the wolves' frame of mind, I have two questions for you. Your favorite non Kevin Garnett wolf in history? I think you guys know mine, but I don't know if I know yours. So we'll do that, and then also our thoughts on the statement edition jerseys. Brandon, favorite non Kevin Garnett wolf of all time? Um, I'm going to have to say Anthony Edwards. Um, I just uh, your problematic fave. <laughs> <laughs> recently, recently problematic fave. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get into the apology a little bit, uh, left a little bit to be desired, but I'm all about second chances. Yeah. Uh, and As a uh, Christian. <laughs> as a Christian, I'm all about second chances. And, um, you know, in a formerly unimpeachable resume, Anthony Edwards' uh, resume was slightly impeached uh, a few weeks ago. And um, But until further notice, that's got to be my answer. Uh, sounds good. Durf, favorite yep. non-Kevin Garnett wolf of all time. You already know it's Greg Monroe, baby. Oh, Greg Jesus. Monroe. <laughs> Moose boy. Always. Moose will always have a place in my heart. He came in when we needed him and uh, he got boards. So I I think I muted the group chat when this happened. How did you come to love Greg Monroe so much? Just love the number 55. I I, I relate to him. He came in and uh, he got rebounds. And as you know, in our rec league, that's what I do. Uh I just felt I felt like on a spiritual level, me and him saw eye to eye. (laughs) I mean, not. Not uh, physically because he's towers over me, but I mean, you're uh, six, seven. Yeah, he's seven foot, right? Is six he eleven? He's I think he's so. Six, ten. He might be six ten. He's a lean six ten, though. Like, yeah, but I've never had I don't I don't have to look up to people. So that's like an odd. That's you have to look up to Greg thing. Monroe, which is nice. I do. And I do. Well, he's a man. <laughs> that's very enlightening. Thank you. Mine. Michael Beasley. This is, this is no, <laughs> no shock to you guys. I think he, uh, his tenure on the Wolves was uh, electrifying, and he should come back. Um, I've been watching some of the Shanghai Sharks footage from Michael Beasley <laughs> and the boy. Man, he's still got it. He's still got it. And then, okay, thank you for sharing. 
statement edition jerseys, our first, you know, current event-ish topic. The new mm-hmm. statement Saturday jerseys came out. We got rid of the lime greens, the Aurora green, whatever. We got like this charcoal gray with the nice sans serif font, the N in like the, what is it? The the V? It's not the, I almost said the, is it? Oh yeah, because Timberwolves, right? Yeah, so it's the yeah, M yeah. and the V make like the wolf v. fangs. Got the Aurora green being like the, the Northern Lights. Do we like them? Um, I like them better than the lime green jerseys that they're replacing, which yeah. were terrible. Um, I That's think great. they're they're the same as the systemic issues we're facing in all of the NBA, where jerseys are just like kind of boring right now. All uh-huh. the statement of jerseys are just like this boring font in block letters. Mm-hmm. Is it a boring font if the font resembles fangs? Until you it's, told it's, me that the font resembled fangs, I didn't yeah, know that the font resembled fangs. Old. I disagree with Beck on a lot of a lot of things on this matter, but I will say that it was subtle enough where I didn't catch it till you called it out. Hmm. Well, you guys, but I, it is a nice detail. I'll say this: it's never going to match like the '90s, mm-hmm. like cartoon graphics jerseys, um, like Toronto uh, Jazz. But it is nice. It took me when when they first leaked. Or like the like photo, the picture of the picture or whatever it was, yeah. it was on Reddit. The two K, like, eh. the two K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, these exactly. jerseys blow. It's like you're getting it's, off a leaked two K image. Are you serious? Two, it's two pixels basically that leaked. Yeah. But uh, that was meh. But after seeing it, ruminating on it, and seeing the the hype video around it, I mm-hmm. was into it. It's on D'Angelo Russell's it's, body, it's who's a baddie. <laughs> so like he makes everything look good. Yeah. Fashion yeah. god. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. very pro these jerseys. I think they're super hot. I can't wait to wear them and steal your girl. <laughs> so. I think the 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 detail that I think I pointed out in the group chat, which I don't know if it was meant to be, but the stripe across the chest, obviously we've acknowledged that that's the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. And I maybe this is just me putting meaning where there isn't, but I'm pretty sure that the second stripe in the middle of the of the weight, like below the waistline, the shorts is. Are you describing yeah, shorts yeah, of, okay. the, of the shorts <laughs> yeah. below oh, the, the waistline of the jersey? <laughs> you wear it on the bottom half of your body. I don't remember what those are called. Yeah. So the strip that goes across is the reflection in the water. And I don't know if that's actually a thing, but that, that's an added detail. I like that's kind of hot. Yeah, that's kind of hot. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, you're all going to buy one. So you're going to get your problematic fave number one. Good for you, Brandon. All right. Before we get into how's that vibe or how not how's that vibe. How's the vibe? How's that vibe? Before we get into how's the vibe, we got to show some love to Jimmy's Dips, baby. Okay. This is a locally owned dip company. They have a new fall flavor. Now there's two iconic fall flavors. Well, there's only one in my book, but there's two. One gets a lot of pub. It's in your coffee. It's very divisive. As the British say, it's pumpkin derivative. That flavor sucks. It blows. But there's one fall flavor that gets no hate because it's iconic. It's timeless. And that's caramel dip. Apple caramel dip. Jimmy's has the new caramel dip. I got some. Durf's got some. And Durf, you also have Brandon's that you haven't given to Brandon because you're going to. Yeah, I got I got it hanging out with me. Um, I texted Beck the other day because I finished my tub of it uh, in about. 12 hours, less than 12 hours. And I wanted, yeah, I was like, hey, do you like caramel apples? Because if you don't, I'm we're gonna finish this. He was very subtle. Do you like caramel apples? Do you like breathing? Is what you're asking. Yeah, I knew the answer, but I was just hoping. Here's the thing: I'm allergic to apples, and I still had some caramel apples to have with this dip. And my wife was pissed. She's like, no, you're gonna have like an anaphylactic reaction. That's a slow word, right? Anaphylactic or whatever. 
Yeah. I don't know. And they're like, you're going to have a reaction. I was like, that's a good point. So this might be kind of weird. I had pears with the dip. Is, is there caramel pears? Is that a thing? If you yeah. had caramel if you pears, had if you had caramel it, pears are a thing. Yeah, I guess definition. I guess I did it. I also put it on graham crackers per Jimmy's uh, recommendations. Super fire. So when you want to get this caramel dip from Jimmy's dips, you look for the apples. Uh, again, locally owned dip company. They've been in Stewartsville, Minnesota for three generations, third generation family business. Uh, they're at Cub Foods and Hy-Vee. A tub of Jimmy's caramel dips usually goes for around $4.99. Okay. They're kind of like the Costco hot dog. They just keep it at four ninety nine, no inflation. Do you guys say caramel or caramel? I said both in this read, which is it is caramel. Team Caramel. Team Caramel? Yeah. Okay. Well, Jimmy's dips. Big love to Stewartsville. Uh how are the vibes? All right. First segment. How are the vibes? Real sports journalism is dead. We only care about vibes now. We just had media day. There were some big takeaways. I'm going to go over what I think were the big takeaways, like the, the big thesis statements that people have been hitting. Mm -hmm. And then if I miss anything, we could go around the horn and just anything that stood out to you guys. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds okay, good. Cool. Yep. So number one, Ant gave that lackluster apology. Uh, Brandon, I think your initial statement kind of handled it. It was <laughs> lackluster, but like what? Like it's too soon to really see any actionable yeah. items. Yeah, exactly. I want to see Ant. I want to see Ant take action. And the apology did not suggest that action was coming, but well, he said we'll he would wait like, and see. He said he would squash homophobic language in the locker room. Big love, love to, that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Especially yeah. yeah, big love to Chris Hine from the Star Tribune. I had him on my last music podcast. Great dude. Uh, he mm -hmm. got that out of him. So shout out to him. And also check out uh, his article on the Star Tribune. We don't want to heteronormal like heteronormatize wash this as like three straight guys. <laughs> Chris is you know a gay writer, Timberwolves beat writer, so he's in the community in both ways. So I think we, you know his words are the authority here. Um, did you see that the Lakers announced Pride Night on the twelfth in the preseason versus the Timberwolves? It'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Would it be Would it be cool if Ant like? said something like kind of like hey i'm gonna do better or is that kind of like showy she just kept the booze seems like a weird thing to do on the road yeah kind of like yeah. center himself yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah so that's that that's the touchy subject he also claimed or people claim that he's added 11 pounds of muscle he looks it dude he looks yeah, he really jacked. does is that just that he like shaved his hair like so it's a little more high and tight so he just looks buffer well i mean he did add 11 pounds i don't know he no, had I, the I, he had mostly like the like the braids last year. Mm -hmm. So his, his head didn't get any smaller. Yeah, but it's all about optics, right? right? Yeah. So for reference, I've tried to find, so that puts him at 6'4", 240. I tried to find some comparisons of like people like that and they're all NFL running backs. Did, did I, I saw one where they were comparing him to Derrick Henry. Yep, Derrick Henry, 6'3", oh 247. That's the closest <laughs> comparison. Um, I also got Nick Chubb from the Browns, right? He still plays for the Browns, right? This is a basketball podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 6'1", 227. So Ant is more of a beast than Nick Chubb, whose last name is Chubb, like he is a beast. <laughs> and then Najee Harris, 6'1", 232. Uh, so he's bigger, fat, he's bigger, more explosive. Basically Derrick Henry. He's Derrick Henry. Yeah. The only Vikings adjacent thing I can get because, you know, Minnesota for life. The closest comp I had was Jimmy Kleinsauce, <laughs> <laughs> which 6'3", so close the, in height. The body composition might be a little different. Yeah, he's there. 272. So Jimmy, Jimmy's dips, Jimmy's Klein saucer. Can I put Jimmy Klein saucer on the Wolves for the fictional basketball player segment? If you can find yes, any please. hoop stats about that, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So this brings up like an Anthony Edwards, wrapping up this the Anthony Edwards media day thing. He's going to take that year three leap. 
we're banking on it. Do we want it to be finishing at the rim leap or do we want it to be a defensive leap? Or, I mean, ideally both, but do we want, do we want it to be like a more well-rounded player or like a James Harden offense only type guy? I don't know if, I think there's like a myth around like the Anthony Edwards inefficiency thing mm-hmm. coming from like the number one Anthony Edwards <laughs> fanboy. Yeah. Um, like he's got like real similar like efficiency numbers to a lot of, and I haven't like vetted this lately, but in the middle of the season he's last season, the stats, Durf. in the middle of the season last year, his efficiency numbers were not that far off from like career. Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell, like really, really high level shooting guards. So I think that because we've like kind of typecast him as this like big get to the rim finisher guy. Everyone just every time he takes a three panics and screams inefficiency when the truth well, he's was good. He's, he's, a good he's an good. awesome three point shooter. Like, yeah, maybe that balance can be struck a little bit better. But I think that that was more a result of the fact that he was the only guy on the roster last year capable of getting to the rim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you have like Rudy Gobert putting pressure on the rim. You're probably going to get more Jalen Noel minutes this mm-hmm. year. He'll put pressure on the rim. So. I want to see the leap on the defensive end, and I want to see him engaged. I mean, we've seen him capable of it. He he puts in, like, when he's got, like, a matchup, when he's guarding Ja Morant or Paul George. He the highlights. He amps it up, yeah. and and he, he does the thing, but he gets bored off ball. He gets bored on those matchups that aren't, like, like highlights, highlights yeah. worldwide wob, like, look at Ant, get down in a stance, and guard this, this like, all-star guy. So... Mm-hmm. I think if we just like see that engagement go up more, the sky is the limit. Yeah, Durf, you agree? I'm assuming. Do you have anything to add? So, so <clears throat> the answer to this question: uh, How are we attributing this? Like this wish? Is it like Tony Hawk, where you can change the scale? Like you add. This is a great question. Because I want to. If if I can do that, I'm putting it all in dunks, and I want to take down <laughs> okay. every other. This stat. guy plays NBA Live like, 2005 dunk contest I'm, mode. I'm just saying. I want to see. I want to see him, especially. Putting on those 11 pounds, he's going to put some people out What's, going to the rim. He's not close to Zion weight, is he? No. No. Williamson was almost like 300 pounds last year. Okay, quick Pelicans podcast. Quick PP, as it were. Do you see how ripped he's looking? Zion looks nuts. I'm high on the Pelicans this year. Zion looks good. Also, Brandon Ingram with the Afro looks cool. Dude, Pelicans, cool team. When we when we do like through the roof. When we do our predictions, we'll talk about the West. I think the Pelicans like kind of like us last year, like a seven to four ish seed. I got I got the Mm -hmm. I got the whole West tiered out. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Hell yeah. So there's the ant talk. Uh, D'Lo. We're going back to media day. D'Lo is incredibly, incredibly chill, as D'Lo is, about being in a contract here. He says, like, uh, he's going to just kind of figure it out. He, it, was a, it was a good, nice answer. Uh, Brandon, do you remember what he said, like, verbatim? It was kind of like, if you know, if you want money, it's like free agency is where it's at. But we'll just, I'm just going to play. I'm going to do my thing. I prep every year the same. Like, just, the, you know, D'Lo consistent, chill guy. Yeah, I mean, that's just like the classic D'Lo. Like, mm-hmm. he's not like a big soundbite guy. Unless like he's he's in, fans. unless he's in like one of his moods after like a big loss or something, but he's never been a big guy that's like gonna like bring the house down at media day. And I'm personally of the belief that I think adding Rudy Gobert is gonna like really unlock. That's something we gotta, we gotta resign him now. Like we can get him for like four years, twenty four a year, right? Like he's not gonna get another max. We're gonna be all we're gonna be all capped out anyway. If we want D'Angelo Russell, we pay D'Angelo Russell, and mm-hmm. so. What do you guys know about the salary cap? Because if we sign him, we if we sign him, we can we can sign him and go over the salary cap. But if we if we're already wants, over the salary yeah. cap, yeah. If D'Angelo Russell walks, 
then we just like lose that salary cap yeah. slot. So we because Rudy Obert takes like that money basically. Rudy, so we don't get the cat, the ant extension, the Jaden extension, all those things are gonna eat up. We're gonna be over the cap for the life of Cat's contract. So from what I understand, if D'Lo walks, we can't like sign another like 33 million a year player. Yeah. But if we can trade him, him, you could sign and trade him. So so a good a good like point of reference for this is Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. um, <laughs> signing as a free agent with the Knicks this mm-hmm. offseason. So yeah. the Mavericks didn't extend Jalen Brunson and then he walked as a free agent and they didn't have they didn't sign and trade him. They didn't do anything. So they just lose the ability to have that salary cap slot unless they Sign, they extend another guy mm-hmm. to that and mm-hmm. then trade that guy or something like that. That's kind of what the Warriors did with D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. ironically, when yep. Kevin Durant left. That's right. That's how they have Andrew Wiggins now. That's mm-hmm. why it's like, I think it's just, it's also either you resign him now and he does great with Gobert and you get him on a, a little bit of a discount, like a 24, 25 mil a year. It's not a discount. Good for you, D'Lo. <laughs> Proud of you. Happy fatherhood. Um, and they, or, you know, it doesn't work out. Trade him at the deadline and you bring in some other. Player. I can't imagine they're going to trade their starting point guard at the deadline if they're good. <laughs> That's a good point. The the thing would be a sign and trade would be what you'd hope yeah. for in the offseason. But you run the risk that he walks as a free agent. That's like, yeah, lock him up because it's going to work. I know Rudy isn't explosive as like a Jared Allen, you know, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets situation, but it's going to be good. I saw like the one video they tweeted out about like, you know, the they first. They could do that break. every time. Undefeated. You see Rudy Gobert like ask for the alley. He goes like this, like very French. Yeah, yeah. like it's a cigarette. <laughs> hand it over. Yep, that's not a French accent at all. Is that your French impression? Hand no, it, hand it over. I, I didn't hand it over. Does <laughs> the French say hand it over? <laughs> um, another X factor that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, D'Lo just became a father. Russ Russell. What's the kid's name? Riley Russell. Sorry. Congrats to D'Lo and his bay Laura. I'm also a newfound, not a newfound father. <laughs> you just found yourself. Yeah, I found my daughter. As a father. Uh, I just, you know, I had a daughter. And fatherhood, like, messes you up. And it reprioritizes everything. You go harder in different ways. I think, I saw, I think it was Zone Coverage, the Timberwolves blog. They did a, like, a, they coined it the Fred Van Fleet effect. Yeah, where they was- post-parenthood, like, he got crazy. Yeah. Went off. It, like, happened, like, in the middle of a playoff series. Like, Fred Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. Like had his kid like, and then like game four or whatever. Like from that point on forward, he was an all star. It's, like, it's, it's Fred. It's Fred season. So I do think parenthood will either have a Ricky Rubio effect, where Ricky's like, "Hey, I'm all about my kid. I'm going to leave in a couple of years because the NBA isn't worth having a kid." But you know, it's year fourteen, Ricky Rubio, or it's going to, it's going to Van Vliet D'Lo into a whole new stratosphere of performance. So that's so. something to keep an eye on. So you're so you think there's two outcomes for D'Lo. He either is giving up and focusing on fatherhood, or he is an all star. He retires. There's no maintaining option. He's not just going to continue. He's not going to be the same. He's either going to be like back to all star mode or retire immediately. That's my prediction. Okay, it's not my prediction. Uh, Number three, Rudy says he quotes Mean Girls. The limit does not (laughs) exist. He says his team is able to go as far as um, they want to go. I don't know what to make of that because there's no really this goes into like the dog problem. Like how how who is gonna unlock these guys uh to to you know to work hard consistently? And that's yeah. like the dog problem that Paul Pierce and KG were uh in, in their podcast. They had a discussion that they gave away a lot. They didn't talk mm-hmm. about the picks. And I think we're all kind of in agreement that the picks are like whatever. But it's like it's like picks that are dog. Lame. Yeah, picks are lame, whatever. Yeah. Those five picks, no problem. Sorry that we lost Walker Kessler. <laughs> Sorry to um, the owners of Cowboy Jacks. I'm sorry you lost that business. Um, but I think, you know, the culture, you know, the Vandos, the Malik, the Pat Babs, like those were our grinders. 
you know, Malik's volume shooting, Vando and Bev's hustle, so and like and Patrick Beverly's leader leadership. So that's I think that that's lost. They were talking about how do we make you know what do we how do we reconcile Rudy's comments of going as far as they want to go, and also Paul Pierce and Cagey saying we lost the dog because I think those those comments kind of work in harmony. How are we reconciling that? How are we feeling about that? Yeah, so I don't think I don't think there was any question we're going to miss. Pat Bev, Vando, and Beasley. I mean, those guys were like really big parts of one of the better Timberwolves teams ever. Um, not exactly a super rich history of of talent, but um, I don't know. I think obviously nobody is going to reach the like got that dog in him levels of Patrick Beverly. Yeah. He's like mm-hmm. he's like the A plus like hundredth percentile version of he's, that. He's the Cronus of dogs. If you're, if you're familiar <laughs> yeah. with Greek mythology. <laughs> the definition of the cronus of dogs (laughs) um but i do i was i was going over the roster and kind of looking at like who i thought were some guys that maybe could fill that role and and vando as well as kind of just a guy that like for whatever his shortcomings were on offense or like when he was playing hurt and all that stuff last year like one thing you could never say about vando was that he didn't like bring it a (laughs) hundred percent um and so like i think i have four guys that I think are like got that dog in him candidates. Dog leadership type yeah, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um in in like varying degrees. Because like this first one, I don't think I don't see him as like a as like a Pat Bev, like take the reins like leader guy. But everything I've read and listened to about Jaden McDaniels is that guy talks like a ton of trash on the court. Interesting. Um he's gonna be in the starting lineup kind of taking that Pat Bev role mm-hmm. of like, he's going to be guarding the other team's best player. And if he can't, if he can stay out of foul trouble, he'll be playing like 30 plus minutes a game. And like, he'll be a big part of this team. And I think he's like, be, as like the non like max level, like, like guy, like big stage, all-star caliber, like maybe not d but close to that all-star caliber guy, mm-hmm. like as like the fifth guy in the starting lineup, he could definitely bring that. And then some guys off the bench um, from a leadership perspective, everyone spoke like they gave rave reviews for Tori and Prince uh, last season. That's my vote. Yeah. So we're excited mm-hmm. to have him back. Um, the tricky part about Tori and Prince is like, we'll get into the depth later, but like, is Tori and Prince even going to play? <laughs> like, I don't even know. Um, Jalen Noel, I think is a guy that's got a lot of dog in him. Um, mm-hmm. Guy that's going to bring it every night. Um if he can make that leap on defense, like we got a like a real player on our hands. And then the dark horse, the new guy who I think is the closest Pat Bev facsimile that we have is going to be Austin Rivers. Is he going to make the team? Austin Rivers is definitely going to make the team. I agree. In my opinion. He has like, he has outburst, right? That's his thing. So Austin Rivers, we lost a lot of shooting too. Um, and we can talk a little bit about Beasley, uh, but... Austin Rivers, like he brings that shooting. He's really, really good at shooting from the corners. But I didn't know this, but apparently reputationally, he is a tremendous defensive player. Like Austin Rivers? Yeah. Everything really? everything that I'm reading from and everything that like Finch is saying and Conley is saying is like Austin Rivers outside of McDaniels and Gobert is probably the best defensive player on the team. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Okay, I love it. I think this is this is like you know this is like the Rivers effect. You know, Doc Rivers' kid. He went to Duke, right? Yeah. So he was the number one recruit. Clippers, like you know, big media stuff, big media bias. I mean, he had some you know 
some there's some blow-ups right and just like narrative stuff but now i think about it i can't remember like an austin rivers like problem besides like his dad like kind of gave the okay to trade him yeah i mean i think the biggest problem with austin rivers is just that he's been on like a million teams and as every time a guy like has been on a million teams it starts to become a like why doesn't anybody want this guy for more than a year how, thing how, how old is he uh what's, what's... <laughs> he's got to be in his 30s Austin Rivers he's, age. he's one of those guys where i'm like is he old or has he just been on a million teams because I feel like I think it's change a jersey. He's uh, he's a year older than us. He is thirty. Yeah. Okay. I love how like he's a leader. It's like we're like at home playing like we're like yeah, trading exactly. Pokemon, and this guy's going to be the leader of uh, I'm getting the NBA team. The third, I mean, he's going to be one of the oldest day. guys on the team. That's so nuts to me. Yeah. We're old wild. guys. My knee hurts all the time now. Is he the oldest? Rudy. Rudy's thirty-one. Is Rudy the oldest guy on the team? It's got to be because Kyle Anderson's twenty-nine. Yeah. Yeah, Torian Prince is like 28. I would have guessed Jeez. Kyle Anderson was 30. Nas Reed's like 20. Just Kyle Anderson 22. was born 30. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like Pharrell and like Paul Wright oh. doesn't age. Kyle Anderson, that's another guy who's probably going to step up in a bit of a leadership role. That's a guy who's definitely going to play, mm -hmm. who Finch yeah. has been raving about. So we're kind of we're dancing around the roster construction conversation. Beck, you, you hinted at it. Durf, I think you did earlier in the pod too. Uh, we have 20 players under roster. Only 15 can make it to tip. Uh, we have, what are the problems? What are the problems of the roster right now? Besides I, the dog. I just want you to say the thing you're going to say because okay. it's insane. So here's the deal. We, as Minnesotans, we get very attached to certain players. And there's three that I think are on the chopping block, given what we've brought in. Nas Reed, Jordan McLaughlin. You're insane. And Nate Knight. Which Nate, no one's attached to Nate Knight uh, yet, but I like Nate Knight. I'll bet you $1,000 right now that Jordan McLaughlin is on the opening day yeah, roster okay, and so is in the rotation. I know, <laughs> I know that Finch is like super high on J-Mac. He's like 5'6". He's 5'11". And there's zero <laughs> chance Jordan so McLaughlin. Good. Jordan so McLaughlin good, was dude. playing crunch he, time in yeah. game six yes. of an elimination game. I understand that. D'Lo was struggling. And he like very because we don't because we didn't have any because Pat Bev's old and tired and D'Lo is struggling so like don't roll your eyes at me it's so condescending <laughs> I'm just like this is an insane take okay, well, let, let me tell you why he's, let me he's tell you never why. turned the ball over he has yet to do it in the NBA <laughs> okay. what did he go like a hundred possessions without yeah, okay, here's the assists to one turnover let me tell you why I'm worried about Jordan McLaughlin so D'Lo starting. Jalen Noel's gonna get more minutes. Finch has been Jalen Noel's not a point guard. He runs the offense. We might do some point ant, and we have Austin Rivers. Okay, so those are four people that are gonna be taking mid time at at the one. Jordan McLaughlin is ahead of both Austin Rivers and Jalen Noel Austin in the Rivers point guard is, pecking Austin order. Rivers is not gonna be happy with like a twelfth guy on the Austin bench Rivers thing. is making a, making a minimum. And nice, a cool 1.8K. Nope, 1.8 million. <laughs> I would not play for 1.8K. Wow. Okay, so I'm I'm in the minority. I'd be, I'm worried about J-Mac. How do we feel about Nas and Nate Knight? Because we brought in like Eric Pascal, the Stauskas guy. Well, okay, so Stauskas is not making the team. He's, okay. no. he's going to be on the G hey, League roster. how do you reconcile that opinion with the fact that I saw a Twitter video of him hitting a three? One time he made oh, like a hundred, he made like 97 out of a hundred threes or something. We have a friend who's like a big uh, Michigan fan. Michigan. Uh -huh. He big made sure to tell us how good Stauskas was going to be. So I think, so Nas Reed, Nate Knight, Eric Paschal. So Pas Eric Paschal's on a two-way contract. Okay. So, oh, oh, we could, so he could be in Iowa. That's uh, right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so Paschal, 
Pascal doesn't Pascal's going to be on the roster probably. The question is does he get like moved up mm-hmm. to a full roster spot or does he keep that two-way spot because the two ways are are Pascal and AJ Lawson. Mm-hmm. Um I'd find it more likely that AJ Lawson loses a two-way spot than Pascal. I do agree that like I think one of Nas Reed and Nate Knight seems like a little redundant especially if like a guy like PJ Dozier is like back right. and healthy yeah. and is going to make the team. But I don't think both of those guys, I, I think that one of those guys will for sure make the team, maybe both. I can't imagine they'd cut both of them. Jordan McLaughlin is definitely not going to get cut. <laughs> I'm worried about the height. I'm worried about the, um, uh, yeah. I think, I think Bryn Forbes is another one who's like, not like a hundred percent, like, Really? Definitely going to make the roster. Yeah, He's I, definitely I, not going to be in the rotation on opening night. Um, but they sell his jersey in the I, team store. They sent a tweet about it and everything. It's at yeah, Forbes. I, 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 still think, I still think he's on the chopping block. Okay. I I, yeah, I, he's he is much more likely to not make the team than Jordan McLaughlin. So for those that uh, don't follow Nuggets basketball, which is basically half our team now, shout out Tim Connolly. Uh, Forbes was like their sharpshooter. He's supposed to be fill that Malik role a little bit, kind of be like the sharpshooter quarter guy besides Cat and Ant and D'Lo. He is pretty much as good a shooter as Malik Beasley, and if you can believe it, he is much worse defensively. <laughs> <laughs> also, he has way less sauce than oh Malik. <laughs> so much less sauce than Malik, which is unfortunate. Um, and, the, uh, and then, what what other any other roster points we want to talk about death before we go into uh, preseason over unders? Um, We're running a bit long. Do we do we need to pick one from those three that you you handed out? Like if if we if we were going to cut one of those three. No, would you, would you it's going to be Nate Knight, obviously. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, he's sick. I, also, Nate Knight's a yeah. cool name. I think Nate's a cool name. Nate Knight yeah, is a Nate's great a name, dude. <laughs> Nate Knight is Top a five great five garbage time guy because he just comes in and all he is doing is hunting heads. <laughs> he wants, to, he wants to dunk on someone so bad. So, yes. Yes, Nate. I was, I was just going to say, I think we were at the OKC game last year when they played absolutely nobody. Because mm-hmm, uh, when everybody was out or yeah. whatever, I think it was near the All-Star break, but um that was that was so fun to see him just go off that was like a nate night jalen noel game wasn't it yeah or like, yeah, and it was, yeah yeah it was a blast it was so fun it was a great time it's fun to see end of the bench guys like get that chance to go hard and like succeed it's mm-hmm. it's electrifying maybe because you know and I'd, and one of them works their way up to be in the backup point guard and then you want to cut and then i want to cut them <laughs> my own jordan <laughs> flesh and blood okay so before we get into preseason uh over unders brandon pull up your doc We'll get that going. Uh, we got to show some love to Joe Mama's Salsa. Okay, this is another uh, River Falls, Wisconsin local brand. We'll, we'll claim River Falls. Um, Joe Mama's Salsa. So when you think about a Midwest-made salsa brand, you go, oh, that can't be hot and spicy. There's no way. I had the hot pineapple salsa. I got it from our pull tab leader, John King. He gave me some salsa. I cracked it open when I got home. I had the hot pineapple salsa. Did I tell you that it's hot pineapple? Have I mentioned that? I haven't seen any of these dips. They're all in. <laughs> they're all at Durf's house. Durf, stop bogarting the dips We're and salsa. For the big reveal. Big the reveal. big reveal. Whatever. It actually was spicy. My nose was running, and it was delicious. It was vivacious. You know how some salsas like are salty and they, they hurt the sides of your mouth. This mm-hmm. went down easy. I ate seventy five percent of it from three to three thirty p.m. and I had the other twenty five percent during House of the Dragon. Uh, I destroyed it. So 
Make sure you go show some love to Joe Mama's Salsa. You got Mama's Baby, Mama's Original. Those are the ones that Durf's talking about. I had pineapple, yeah. mango, roasted garlic, and smoking hot mama. Joe Mama's Salsa, why'd you name that after my wife? Get it? Because she's a mom now. So Joe Mama's Salsa, love you. Check them out. Search for them. Uh, they're in your grocery store. All right. Season predictions and expectations over-unders, preseason over-unders. We went through, we went through some stuff about like the team, you know, wins, uh, certain, some player-specific ones, and also host-specific that we will rate ourselves on. Yeah. This is the part of the show where the hosts debate a hyper-niche Timberwolves topic. Only a true diehard would have an opinion about this, which you are. So here you go. So, uh, Brandon, take us through over-unders. Let's kind of go a little bit rapid fire through these because, again, we're going. Yeah. Through. All right. And so just so we're just so we're clear, these are like these are like not your typical over-unders. These aren't just like like wins points per game for Anthony Edwards. We tried to pick like some weird fun stuff mm -hmm. for these over-unders. So you want the boring stuff go to Vegas. You want the fun stuff. Yeah. Crunch wears no pants. Yeah. So so our first over-under, uh, the the line is uh, 0.5 and it is Rudy Gobert three pointers. How many three-pointers is Rudy Gobert going to make this season? For context, he's never made one in his career. He's, he's 0 for 11. <laughs> but all 11 attempts have been in the last two seasons. Um, you see what he did in like the, the Euro basket <laughs> yeah. where he pulled up yeah, and it yeah. was just a brick. Uh, I'm hitting the over. I think Cat, I think Rudy rubs off on Cat and Cat starts playing more defense. I think Rudy nails one. Durf over. So I'm hitting the I'm, over on point five. i I'm hammering the over. He's, he's, gonna, he's, he's going he's for gonna three. Hit, he's going to hit two. I'm saying he's going to hit two. Well, I'm going to hit the under on and this gonna one. And they're going to be in the same game. I'm going to hit the under <laughs> on this one. <laughs> okay. I just think he's not going to be much. He's not going to be living far out of the paint with D'Lo just throwing him blobs left and right. You know what's going to happen? Game like 37. It's going to be your time running out in the first quarter and Rudy's going to throw it up and just drain it. <laughs> and I'm going to be <laughs> running laps around you, dude. He's, he's going to hit one like the MJ... Uh, like stretching <laughs> arm, <laughs> jumps behind the three-point line, gets halfway to the, and just drops it in. I have no idea what you're describing. Um, oh, and we also forgot to specify that oh, uh, yeah. we're going to be tracking these over-unders throughout the season. Mm -hmm. uh, and whoever has the worst score on the over-unders owes whoever has the best score on the over-unders a throwback Wolves jersey of their choice. The only stipulation is it cannot be Kevin Garnett, Kevin Love, or Carl Anthony Towns. I was, gonna make a, I was gonna make a K joke there, but I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to anymore. I was like, ah, we got scared. Um, eBay was cracking. Sponsor us. Okay, next over under. Did All you right. mark those down? You're yes, I'm okay. marking them down. Cool. The next over under. I think I know what Jally's gonna pick on this one because he doesn't even think he's gonna be on the team. <laughs> there are a lot of Jordan McLaughlin over unders in here. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin dunks for the season. The over under is four point five. Do we think Jordan McLaughlin is going to have more or less than four and a half dunks? Does preseason count? Because again, I think no preseason does not count. Okay, under, but I think he will yam one on Yao Ming in preseason. Durf, what do you got? Under, under. I'm going to take the over. I did the research on this one. Jordan McLaughlin has had more than four dunks, has had four more dunks in all three seasons in his career. I don't want one of those joints like he kind of dunks. He gets close and then kind of like, yeah, he's like, going to have like, fingertips I need, over. Tips he's not going to, tips he, on rim. He's not going to like Anthony Edwards over Gabe Vincent. <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy <laughs> believes in J-Mac one moment and hates on him the next. Yeah, Durf? You can't, you can't have that like little... Like just help it over well, the rim. You have to have fingertips over. We are using we are using basketball references official dunks category. If what are they what do they categorize a dunk as? Whatever. What is the, what is the definition? I How gotta mute fingertips? my computer. Yeah. Um, this guy's never potted. Before. We um, 
we are cat whatever basketball reference categorizes. I scroll to the page that says shot distribution and it says dunks and I take the number that it says so, there. At the end of the season, we'll look at basketball reference. We don't know what they define it as, but they have a de definition. Yes. So we'll do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Uh, the next over under D'Angelo Russell hairstyles. The number is 4.5. I'm taking. Oh, damn. Because I, I think he's good for four. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he breaks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hit. He's a dad now. He might not have time to invest in that. I'm taking the under. Not because I don't want to see it. I think he's very attractive. Durf, where you at? I think he's going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. I think he's going to go five. Wow. Okay. I'm also taking the under. I have a I have a D-Lo dad theory. Yeah. Shaved head at some point Holy this season. crap. That is sacrilegious. Uh, no. And that... Maybe that could be a fifth hairstyle if it's later in the season, yeah. but that oh, could also sure. just completely limit hairstyle possibilities. You know, there's like playoff beards in hockey. There's, there's <laughs> playoff shaved heads for deal. He, he he might go the Jimmy Butler and just get the extensions too. We, you don't know. That's I mean, hot. dude. I love Jimmy with the dreads look, and I'm so sad he's not going to like wear it during the season. I just I just <laughs> think absurd. Jimmy Butler's great. I know you're not supposed to like Jimmy as a Wolves fan. I don't like him as a 2019 Timberwolf. Love him as a 2018 Timberwolf and as a Miami Heat member because he's just a wild boy. I love him. All right. The next one uh, requires a little bit of definition. The over-under is Nas Reed games. And the number is 7.5. So we texted about this. Elaborate on what is yeah. a Nas Reed game. A Nas Reed game. <laughs> it's, it's like porn. You know it yeah, when you see it. <laughs> I was literally about to say. A Nas Reed game. There's no real definition, but you know it when you see it. It's a game that just makes you go... Nas Reed. So that could mean Nas Reed goes off for 20 points in the second half. Or it could mean Nas Reed had one really cool play really early in the game. Or it could be Nas Reed made one mind-numbingly stupid play that wrecked yeah, a game. Yeah. That's, that's just that's a Nas, that's there, not, okay, a so Nas Reed game. It's a any game, that, any game that makes you say Nas Reed. Yeah. Oh. The inflection, it doesn't matter the inflection. So the number is 7.5. 7. He has to play in the game. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What if he oh, well, trips wait, falls wait, on the sideline? Wait, wait. What if wait. he tackles yeah, Glue what, Girl? <laughs> what if it's, I think it's a Nas Reed game. Yeah, sorry, Derek. Like, like Nas Reed question mark. Like, wait, like where's Nas Reed? No, it's it's like it's Nas Reed. He's missing. He's missing. We don't know where he is. The number is 7.5. 7. Okay, so I think he... When he makes the team, I don't want to see him cut. I'm saying he's kind of on the when of going back, kind of retroactively, either like a trade or whatever, something with Nas because he's a he's going to play more four this year. I'm assuming, right? Like they're going to shift him to the four. Coach Finch, I think, mentioned that. I think he's going to do a lot of cheering this season. <laughs> you think he's going to ride the bench? I can't imagine Nas Reed's going to be so in the rotation. <sighs> I think so. Seven is. I think I'm going to take the under but, just because of that. But foul trouble, cat foul trouble is how is the Nas Reed ticket. But inherently, Rudy being on the team takes away at least two fouls from Cat a game. So he has two more to spend on the offensive side. So Cat will either be reckless. <laughs> so that's another I'm, minute. I'm going to hit the under. He just, yeah, he just has more to give away. That's Jally's play, taking the I'm under. I'm taking the under slightly. I don't like it, Durf. but I am. <sighs> yeah, I guess I'll take the under. Under. That's unders across the board for all of us. Nas Sad. Reed. Nas no, Reed's going to stick a big to. middle finger to us. <laughs> this is not because we don't believe in Nas Reed. No. We, no, we I believe in just the depth of the team. Yeah, it's a. I yeah, think Nas Reed is like. Roster. I think Nas Reed is like the tenth or eleventh guy, and I think most NBA rotations are nine guys. Yeah, that's fair. Um, over under uh, is for Ant posters this year. Uh, the number is seven point five. So, this is a little bit of a, a fuzzy one because, mm -hmm. like, what do you call a poster? Um, Anything where he's dunking and like his body is on the defender. I think we, I think we, I think we throw the definition to 
future guest of the pod and courtside aficionado Jordan okay. Dye. I think if he's if Jordan Dye, green haired guy, you've seen him at games. If he is jumping like an infant, I think that counts as a poster. Okay. So we'll look at we'll look at J Dye. But hey, dude, did you jump on me down for this? Over hammer the over then. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent hammer the over. Of, what was it? That's going to be so seven point five. Seven, oh yeah, definitely over. Easy double digits. So we're over we're across like the board. 14, 15. And if we if we do have a Gabe Vincent type thing, if it doesn't count, it still counts. Like uh, if he if he does Gabe Vincent dunk again and it counts, that's fifty posters. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Season's over. We win. Um, this is a this is a little bit of a negative one, a non negative one, but uh. Our, our guy Cat signed the big extension. Uh, over under five and a half cringy cat quotes this year. I don't know if it's a negative because sometimes he just believes himself or he's like too positive or like he tries to spin something. The, so it's not like a negative. It's like he's just good for a cringe. The cringy cat quotes yeah. are are like either on the, the tail of a big losing streak mm-hmm. after a big win or during some sustained period of winning. When things are just normal, Cat's just going to be like doing his thing. But he'll bust out some sort of cringy quote. At some mm-hmm. point during any sustained extreme period. What's the over-under again? Five and a half. I'm taking the under because I think he's starting to understand. I think he's kind of embracing a villain like role where he, you know, he knows he'll get hated on. So I think he's kind of leaning into that. And I think I'm a big cat guy. I think he's kind of swaggy now. I'm taking the under. I think he's uh, I think he's got it. Durf. I think it, I, th- I, th- I was going to say, I think embracing the villain aspects, as you said, like that's going to lead to more. Yeah, I was going to say villains can cringe quote. Yeah, but, like, I, but I think, I, but I think when he was trying to be like everyone, everyone needs to like me guy. That's when the cringe came out. But which is that's odd. a different type of cringe. That's like corny cringe. Yeah, cringe, I, think, I, think, cringe. I think I think it's going to be eradicated. I think I think he's been doing all the right cool things. Did you see the letter he sent to Jordan? That Woods? is the first cringe. But yeah, but that was, a, that, was a, that was that was a cringe. But also that's like with his girl. So like I get it. Oh, and these don't kick off until the season starts. Until October Nothing 19th. preseason start Boom. preseason counts. I'm taking the under uh, because Smiley Cat the villain, which makes no sense. He's a very nice guy from I've heard like behind the scenes. Very nice. I think under. Right. I I'm gonna hammer the over because uh, I think that we're gonna be we're gonna be a b- much bigger have a much bigger target on our back this year. And he knows it mm-hmm. and he's going to like he knows the platform that he has right now. So I, I think it's going to be up. All right. I'm going with the over two. I just don't think he can help himself. <sighs> you guys just want to hate on our franchise no. superstar. I love Cat, but Cat is weird. That is the number one defining thing about Cat is he is weird. I don't know. I love him. And, you know, future yeah, pod. We adore Cat. We have a future he's pod, future pod topic episode coming up. We don't know when we're going to do yeah. this, but we're going to do what will it take for Cat to usurp kg because it's closer than people want to admit and we're going to talk about it like actually what will it take if he plays the entire contract out he'll pass him holy shit okay hang on we'll talk about that later sorry for swearing <laughs> beck's family um the next one over under players to play at least one minute this season for the timberwolves the over under is 18 and a half i'm going to roster is 15 plus two two ways is 17 what was it last year? Do you have that offhand? 18. Do we know, are there any like COVID? What's the, what's the rule around COVID this year? Do we, uh, it doesn't exist. Any? It's over. Haven't you heard? <laughs> um, I don't know what the what the COVID protocols are this year. Because yeah, that is an impact. It, oh, the the we basic. Also, we also haven't said Durf isn't in studio because he has COVID right now. <laughs> okay, this guy got yeah, COVID yeah. in October to September 2022. Boom. Boom. I'm going to get it through the mic. Let me just breathe on it. Um, so the number last year was 18 with the big COVID thing. In December. So I'm taking the under then. But, but they didn't make any trades at the trade deadline last season. That's how the that's how the number gets big. They make a trade 
then those guys end up playing afterwards. So basically, any season they make trades, this number is over. Any season they don't, it's under. Okay, I'm taking the under. Jally's no, under. Uh, I'm taking the over now. I changed my mind. Okay, Durf. I think I think I'm gonna take the under. Under. I am also going to take the under, um, because they don't really have much ammo to make trades. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then how many more do we have? Uh, eight more. We have eight more? Yes. Can we rapid yeah, fire? Can we rapid fire? Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, we all know the pass, the super cool D-Lo, no-look pass to Jordan McLaughlin, backdoor, yep. right over the defender's right over the defender's ear. Over under D-Lo, no-look assists to Jordan McLaughlin, 7.5. I'm taking the other because he's cut. <laughs> I, I've, I've doubled down on it now. Durf? Over. I'm taking the over. I am taking the under. But not because I don't think he's going to play. I don't think D'Lo and J-Mac are going to play together that often. Wow. We're on a little bit of a J-Mac streak. Now we are on to our, our team, like our, our podcast host specific section. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever this one is about is obviously not going to vote on this one. So this one is just between Durf and Jally. Over under Brandon tweets, Jordan, tweets about Jordan McLaughlin being the greatest point guard of all time. What's the 9.5. Mm, uh, under because he won't be on the team. <laughs> Well, then I'll be tweeting about it. I can't believe they cut <laughs> the greatest point card of all time. Uh, over. Ten I like Durf's so. chances on this one. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I just have to commit to it now. All right. Yeah, the next over under, also at 9.5. Any tweet by Durf referencing Greg Monroe. I'm hammering the over What was it? 9.5? 9.5. Under, because there's not going to be any opportunities. He hasn't sent me that game-used jersey yet. He won't <laughs> Until reply to Until Dirk gets that game-used jersey. <laughs> I need that jersey, because they don't make Wolves jerseys with Monroe's name on it. I need you go to fanatics.com. They have custom ones. I'll okay, send you the link. I, I want the one he That's wore. how I got the ball okay. tomorrow. It's meaningful. I need it on my wall. Okay. Yeah, you can buy it. 100, 130 bucks. All right. Let's get okay. these rolling. Sorry, got five sorry, more. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the over-under on this next one, our highest over-under yet. At 49.5, Jally tweets that fear is the mind killer. <laughs> uh, I'm hammering the over. I'm also he, hammering the over on this. I think that's like one playoff game. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. You guys are... Okay, that's a weekend for these, these are locked in, right? Yeah. Fear is the I, mind I, killer is like for clutch big games and playoff only. Yeah, but you tweeted you, you tweet like 30 times a game during the you, you, Grizzlies you've series. Like, uh, so, so this is also including postseason? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then ha- hammer the over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're at like 14 or 15 times just in the off season. Like just the, on Instagram even, on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, uh, over under 1.5, Jalen Noel, 30-point games. I'm taking the over. He's going to get... Guess, guess what? Nine. Jesus. Dirk, what do you got? You said it's 1.5? 1, 1. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the under. Jalen Noel has never scored 30 points in a game. 29 yet, is his career high. Yet. He's got his chance. Another guy who, like, maybe doesn't play. We're really deep, guys. Mm. Okay. This guy. This is a fun one. Um, over under 0.5, number of times the president of basketball <laughs> operation hooks up with the head of PR. <laughs> <laughs> Shock the, you. the over hit on this last year. <laughs> He's smashing that ass and smashing the over. Oh no. It's going to happen. No, it I, it's the under. I'm taking the under. Is, is Tim Connolly married? Do we know? I don't know. I think he is. Married to the game. For, <laughs> it didn't matter for Gerson. Let me, let me yeah. Google it quick. 
Are you taking the over or under, Durf? I say uh, under. Yeah. All right. The next one, over, under, all stars for the Minnesota Timberwolves, 1.5. I'm taking the over. It's going to be two, but I think it could be. It should be three, but we'll be robbed. They have to be really good to get three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking um, over. I'm also taking the over. The base, basically Got the case, overs. basically the case is like Cat's going to be on the team if he's not hurt, and the question is like, is, it Rudy, is Rudy is Rudy going to still be there as like the second big man, or is Ant going to take the leap mm-hmm. and make the team? Like yeah. Donovan Mitchell being out of the conference is like a real big like mm-hmm. Ant boost. Yep. And the last one, the over under is point five. Larry O'Brien trophies for the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's crazy that this is actually like something we can talk about. Like, I know we're all homers. Um, over. <laughs> <laughs> Jally's got the over. Durf, where you at? Oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy in. Let's do it. Wow. Over. I'm gonna be a hater, guys. I'm gonna take the under because he wants the points. I want the points. I definitely want, want the, the points. But also, I don't think we need to win an NBA championship for this season to be a success. You know? Yeah. Host, host a playoff series, yeah. win a playoff series. Like maybe, maybe we're in the Western Conference Finals. Like all that stuff. Like that's success. Like they, we're at the beginning of this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to. I think we're going to, but I don't <laughs> think we need to. That's that's the thing with like jaded Minnesota fans on Twitter. We've seen it. It's like, oh, if they didn't win a ring, it doesn't count. It doesn't matter. It's a failure. We saw it with the Wild. We saw it with the Timberwolves. Yeah. Like people hating on the team because they didn't bring home the Stanley Cup or the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. So I just think, Dumb. I think there's a lot of versions of success this season that yep. don't yep. result in a championship. I, and round I want, the, and I want that uh, throwback jersey. So I'm taking the points. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I, I do want to jump in here. Tim Connolly is married and yeah. they do have two children. Oh so, man. Again, well, that's going to be like, devastating if the over ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so ahead, nah, we're done. We're done. We're done. You're done with the bit? Keep going. Okay. <laughs> So okay, we've been running long. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna admit. Can we omit who? Do we want to do fictional player around at the roster, or do we want to do who's that wolf? Who's that wolf will be? We should be quick. There's only five. There's only five hints. Okay, let's do. Let's do what fictional basketball player to add to the wolves, but we'll each only do our best one. Yeah, I know. I have ten. Okay, so I'll pick, just do one. Pick your best one, and maybe we'll put out like maybe some some videos on our TikTok. Yeah, I also I have one like honorable mention, but I'll, I'll wait to see if it's your guys's. But yeah, there's an honorable mention we need to throw in here as well. It's going to be Anthony Edwards from no. Hustle. Okay, yeah. interesting. Whatever. So, okay, parameters for fictional basketball player on the Wolf. We've talked about the roster problems, the lack of dog, uh, maybe like some. I've uh, I've talked about backup point guard problems. So we're going to go around and say what fictional basketball player we want on the Wolves. Uh, let's start with Durf. Your best. I know we all prepped three. We're only going to do one. We'll do the rest online. I prepped 10. <laughs> um, I am going to oh man, this is tough. I have three. Um, and I think I'm probably going to go with Jim Halpert. <laughs> Amazing pick. Jim, Jim Halpert is my ad. The reason why. Okay. So Big, this long solves your wing. issues with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, that, well, and this, this show solves one of your issues. Why? I, so I'd have him at, uh, as your, as your off the bench guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, he's bigger than McLaughlin. So that solves your issue, Jally. Thank Big you. wingspan. Uh, yeah. Big wing. He can play defense. I mean, he's. Yeah, he shut down Roy in that Bev. game. He's, he's, he's your Pat Bev replacement. John he's Krasinski not, is 6'3. He's not as yeah. He's not as vocal, obviously, mm-hmm. but he can score at will. He plays defense. He's well rounded, and you get him on a minimum contract. And like, 
Ima- imagine the John Krasinski confusion if they were both associated oh with the wolves. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. We we corner the market. Minnesota corners the market on John Krasinski's. That's nuts. That interview would be great. Yeah. Oh, what, amazing. Uh, like, Johnny K has to have like we'll get him on the pod eventually. He seems to be he, a nice he, pod. He guy. just he just talked about that in a pod recently. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, he gets a lot of he gets a lot of misdirected John Krasinski oh, all stuff. the time. But why, why haven't they done this? They should do an interview when he's here. Eventually, we'll find a way to meet him when they play Seventy Sixers or something. Yeah. He's from Philadelphia, yeah. isn't he? Or yeah. Is that just a is that just a the office Maybe thing? We'll kind of do like a parent trap type bit where we get Johnny K and then John Krasinski from the office. We come down to the come down to the pond. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> we just invited one John Krasinski. We got two. What? <laughs> this is crazy. Oh God, that's the promotional clip for this episode. <laughs> Cool. Uh, okay, Brandon, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, uh, I will go. Okay. So Remember, um, only one, not ten. Yep. I'll just do the one, and if you don't say my other one, it has to be an honorable mention. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I am taking Sidney Dean from White Man Can't Jump. Who's that? I've never seen that movie. Oh, Sidney Dean. He's played by- um, Is he the white man? No. Who's a- It's a Blade. The guy that plays Blade. It's Mahershala uh, Ali? No. No. Oh, oh Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wesley it's Wesley Snipes. Snipes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like he's like a ball handling like street ball type of point guard, mm-hmm. um, big trash talker. He's I the co lead of that movie. right? Yeah, he's on the yeah, cover yeah. with Woody Harrelson. VHS, yes. Yeah. Um, so I think he brings that Pat Bev energy that we're mm-hmm. miss- missing. You know, he's a he's got that dog in him. Yeah. He's he's a trash talker. He's a daywalker. Lead, <laughs> lead ball handler. Uh, sucks the opponent's blood. <laughs> also shoots them in nightclubs. A la blade scene. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think Sidney Dean uh, is the is the guy for the job. Sidney Dean. Sidney Dean. Sydney, sorry, I need to watch this video. <laughs> this video. Good movie. White man can't jump. Good movie. Uh, okay, love it. Mine is. I'm gonna do some some scene setting for mine with the off season losses of Malik Beasley, Vando, and Jake Lehman. The Wolves lost three of their four sexiest players. D'Lo being the remaining. Top se- big sexy in the TBS as we call it. Anthony <laughs> Edwards erasure. <laughs> he's he's a Anthony Edwards is a cutie pie, not, <laughs> not a top big sexy. So um, I think we need to add Lola Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Besides being a baddie, a bunny baddie, Lola put up an efficient four for four. <laughs> Versus the Monstars and provided some grit and leadership uh, that we seem to think that the Wolves are missing. So leadership, four for four, okay. hourglass frame, my criteria. I like it. Okay, I like we, it. We, we, don't have, we don't have to get into it, but I like rapid fire. I want to hear the rest of your list, Beck. Oh, well, first, so I'll, I'll give my rapid fire rest of the list and then I'll do my honorable mention. Yeah. Um, Kenny Tyler from The Sixth Man, because you get a sixth, literal sixth player. Um, that would be huge. Uh, Jesus, Jesus Shuttlesworth from He Got Game, most talent on the board. Jimmy Chitwood, he provides that Malik Beasley shooting, mm-hmm. but he's probably a racist. Where's Airbud? Uh, <laughs> Airbud's not on my list. Uh, Jackie Moon for the vibes. Calvin Cambridge, basically Michael Jordan. Wait, is that the guy from Jane? It's like Mike. Like Mike. No, Calvin Cambridge. He's from Like Mike. That <laughs> it was. I thought it was, was Leo He said so. I said he's basically Michael Jordan. Oh, I thought it was yeah. Leo. My um, bad. As anyone from the Monstars or Looney Tunes, but I was concerned that if the games aren't in Looney Tune land, are they going to be as good? 
I don't know the canonical implications of Space Jam. I just know that Michael Jordan's arm was allowed to stretch 40 feet in Looney Tune that land. The, that's the <laughs> reference I was trying to make earlier, Jally, that you didn't catch up on. When I said he yeah, oh. jumped behind the three-point oh. line. Oh. Just drop it in. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then I was, and then uh, Bo Cruz, but I'm concerned of the chemistry with Kermit Wiltz already on the team. That'd be tough. Um, so. And then my honorable mention, who I think we need to put on the team, uh, from Semi-Pro, Twiggy Munson, shout out Minnesota Twitter, Minnesota Timberwolves Twitter legend, Josh Broughton. Yes. And he yeah. will, he, he, I, I haven't talked to him about this. I'm in a group chat with him and Jake Scraps. We only send each other shoes. Ha ha he he, Jake Scraps. Ha ha he he, Jake Scraps. This is this group chat we have. No sentences, just links to kicks and us <laughs> heart reacting them. But I'm going to tell him he'll get, he'll, he'll stop by and promote his show, his Disney Plus yep. show. And he is he is on the Timberwolves. He's on the Timberwolves. Honorable mention. Yep. Could we? Can I do one honorable mention? Yes. Chewbacca. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Jonas uh, Suetoma. He played Chewbacca in Solo and the recent Star Wars mm-hmm. movies. He played at Penn State. Rousing two points per game. And he played at the Espo basket team after his fin- he's finished. That's like the finish team he was on. He averaged eight points per game, six rebounds per game, two assists per game, and one block per game. Canonically, Chewbacca is 7-5. So you could put Chewie at the five, yeah. Rudy at the four, Cat at the three. And he's going to tear yeah, but- the opponent's arms off if they lose. That's right. He's got the dog in him. He's a little big dog. So Chewie is my... Communication could be an have, issue. He's going to have joint yeah. issues. He's, he's too tall. He's going to have joint issues. He's 170. His knees are... His knees are gonna. He's a veteran. Yeah, he's a he's a war vet, and you are. This he's is like one is, minute a game. This guy doesn't want to hire veterans. He fought in two galactic wars, three. You need to sign, Clone wars. You need to Rebellion, Taco Fall order. to guard him. I don't, I yeah, think, there you go. I don't know. Okay, my give me my one honorable mention because we're doing it. Yeah, it was it was Calvin Cambridge, but my other one is Kevin Malone. Sorry to stay in the office, but he's he hasn't missed. We've never seen Kevin Malone miss. That is he true. Literally, like, he has a hundred percent shooting percentage from three. Are, so, are you worried he's a little bit too Vando because he dropped the chili? Vando no, drops that, the ball. This is your Malik off the bench. You need you need five threes. Yeah, Kevin Malone. <laughs> Kevin Malone. He's going, for, he's going five for five in two minutes. Kevin okay. Malone volume shooter. Yep. All right. Uh, this is moving it. On. I, I, moving I, I, on. I, I, to name move on to name Yeah, sorry. We had to do the. We we prepped so hard. We had to do it. Okay. <laughs> it's time to. Name that wolf. Wolf. Nice zoom delay, COVID ass. All right. Um, so I'll set the stage. I'll set the stage with the rules. Um, yep. This can be any uh, former wolf in in history, as long as they played at least one game for the Timberwolves. Um, I will be giving five hints. After each hint, you guys can converse, debate, and offer one guess. And if you get it correct, that's the end of the game. If you don't get it correct, we move on to the next hint. Can I take a shot right now and guess? No, because that would that might wreck the whole game. No, but I want to try. Lance Stevenson. It, it is not Lance oh, Stevenson. I, was, I swore you would do Lance Stevenson. Okay. It's, it's Walker Kessler. All right. Continue. No, Walker Kessler ineligible, never played for the Do you Wolves. listen to the rules, dude? No, of course not. COVID right. affects your taste, not your earbuds. Oh, and the, the hints, the hints back, back get progressively the hints get progressively easier. Okay. I was um, hoping they get harder. <laughs> Hint number one. Played 13 seasons for seven different teams. The Jazz, Bucks, Cavaliers, Clippers, Blazers, Wolves, and Hornets. 13 seasons. Years for seven different teams. How many years is that? 13 times seven? (laughs) Wait, so 13 times (laughs) 13. So Durf and I are united front, right? Yeah, you guys are are working together. Um, Just... 
Is it? No, it's not Marco Yar. No, it's really, do we only get one guess? Or can you we, guys can debate, but you have to submit an official guess. After, after each one? Yeah. Okay, so not Marco Yar. I don't think he played no. for the Blazers. No, um, it's not Al Jefferson. He played for... He didn't play for 17. Was right? Celtics on your list? No. Okay, then it's not Al Jefferson. It's not Ricky Davis. Um, it's not Wally Zerb. No, it's not Wally. This is going to be probably somebody obscure, right? Gomes. Um, I, I let's do Ryan Gomes as our first guess because I feel like he was a journeyman near the end. Well, should we guess yeah. it? Let's guess. Yeah, it. Ryan Gomes is our guess. Ryan Gomes is incorrect. Okay, that's fine we because we have fourteen years though. We have four more guesses, so I'm fine. Yeah, I don't know. Hint, Ryan Gomes. Hint number two. According to BasketballReference.com, he went by the nickname the Hitman. So was it Marco Yarch? Sorry, no, sorry. We should talk about that. No, yeah. Um, the Hitman. Did, I don't think that I he went like by the Eastern Hitman. European, like the Hitman, kind of like a John Wick type thing. <laughs> Why whisper? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, if you want to throw it out there, sure. Marco Yarich. Better ideas. Marco Yarich is incorrect. <sighs> I want to find a Marco Yarich. Your voice inflection was very misleading there. I thought we had it. Yeah, I don't need to. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, you can't guess twice. Oh, oh sorry. You don't get I'm, two guesses. I'm, I'm touching. I'm oh. touching this. Uh, <laughs> your finger in the dip, dude. <laughs> Which is funny. You can't, I did do that as well. I just kind of like got some on my finger because I ran out of pairs. Yeah, I only well, had one I, pair. You're, you're I, allergic I, I to apples. I didn't want to get in trouble with my wife. I didn't want to have a reaction, so I did like kind of like do a little like whoop, a late I, night whoop at 10:30 p.m. I do that occasionally, and then Tiri yells at me because it's gross. I guess to just eat caramel. You're by married. Itself. What? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy's dips available at Cup. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Bonus read. Congrats. That one's for free. That one's for All free. Right. All right. Hint number um, three. Yep. He played one season for the Timberwolves, hmm. the 2014 oh. 15 season, oh. and averaged 12.2 points per game. This guy was on the floor. Was oh, oh, oh. Um, one season. No, I was going to say the shooting guard from OKC. What's his name? The, he could score. Um, the shooting guard from OKC, who could score? <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> uh, who was on our team? Dang. 2014-2015. Uh, I was smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest, guys. That was senior year for us. I, Charlie, I mean, that's on the record now. The cops are going to come get you. <laughs> I had no idea I just what thought, was going on. I just on. thought you were killing skunks outside. I had no idea. Nope. That's what you're... Yeah, this was senior um, year of college, guys. Guys, great times. Roomies. We were roomies when this guy played for the Wolves. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, trying to picture that. Okay, so cats on the team. Yeah, we were and we were going to games. Like probably, that was yeah, that thing. probably would have been that probably would have been like cats rookie year maybe. Although no, that's yeah, like seven years ago. Think, so so we have Rubio, cat. Um, who else is on that team? 2014, 2015. Was this either a Beasley year or right after Beasley year? I don't think it was Beasley. I don't think Beasley. this was, is no, also this Beasley. is the this is the year before cat. Oh boy! Oh, okay. So we had oh. the worst record in the NBA and got the first overall pick to Wait. get Cat, which is great. Wait, okay. You said 13, 13 seasons. 14, 15 was the season. It's not Kirilenko, is it? Was that? Was it's, he it is Kirilenko. No, do you play for? Let's put in Kirilenko as our guess. Is it Andre Kirilenko? Andre Kirilenko is incorrect. Dang it! Good I don't guess. think he played for Portland. Though. Good guess time. though. He played for a handful of these teams. Did we? Did he play for us for more than one year? Was no, it just Kirilenko. One? I think he played two years. Okay. Um, um well, can, you, okay. can you can you say the teams again? Jazz, Bucks, Cavs, Clippers, Blazers, Wolves, Hornets. Oh, 
Um, well, you don't well, get a on. guess. There's another hang hint. On. Sorry. So when you played for us, you averaged 12 points a game? Right? Yeah. Okay. This next this next hint might really throw you. Okay. He's an all-star in the 08-09 season. It was Brandon Roy. I, is it Brandon yeah, Roy? That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy is incorrect. Brandon Roy only played for two teams, the Wolves and the Blazers. Really? He didn't have like a No, he, I thought reti- he, I thought he, he retired after the Wolves. He retired Shoot. before the Wolves, too. All right, this is your last guess. This is your last hint. So I he think. was was he he when was when was he an all-star? 0809. Hmm. Okay. So Maybe. this this one is going to this one is going to narrow it down to like three people, and you guys are going to have to figure out who it is. Mm-hmm. The last hint. One of only five players in Timberwolves history to score 50 points in a game. Okay. Oh. So it's not Cat. It's either Mo Williams or... Williams. Yeah, it's, it's or Corey Brewer. It's, it's not Corey Brewer. No. So it's and Mo. he played for us for more than one year because it's only one season. That's it's right. Williams. It's Mo Williams. Mo Williams is correct. Let's go, Durf. I can't believe Boom. we did not do too good. The I'm, other, the other players that. to score 50 points in a game for the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns twice, Kevin Love once, Corey Brewer, and Derek Rose. And another fun Mo Williams fact in relation to the current Minnesota Timberwolves is at the trade deadline of the 14-15 season, the Timberwolves traded Mo Williams and Troy Daniels to the Charlotte Hornets for Gary Neal and a second-round pick. That second round pick was later used to select Jalen Noel. No way. Well, that's fun. Nice. Thank you, Brandon, that's for fun. taking us through. Guess that, that wolf. Is it name that wolf or guess that wolf? I think it's name that wolf. Okay, I think it's name that wolf. Well, this Random is it, guys. wolf of the week. No, that's, that's horrendous. Our wow. Our wow. That's kind of fire. <laughs> I think that's it for our inaugural episode of Crunch Wears No Pants. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe and tell all your friends, Wolves fans and non. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at No Pants Crunch. Crunch Wears No Pants could not fit. We'll also tweet out our Instagram and TikTok links from Twitter. Twitter is our driving force because we love Twitter and it's fun. So I'm Jordan Alamat. That's Brandon Beck at Nate Alsdurf. You know, at Talsdurf, at Brandon Beck 4. Correct. At Tornado Jally. Au revoir. See you in two weeks. Peace out. <laughs>